Welcome to Choir Talks. I was talking with a friend of mine recently and I heard a word that I identified with. The word was disconnected. My friend was describing the way he felt during this COVID time, particularly in relationship with the church. And, and when he used that word, I recognized that I've heard several people say that word disconnected. Have you felt disconnected, particularly when it comes to the church? Um, sometimes I have described myself as feeling disconnected. During this time when we haven't seen one another as much, um, our, our pathways and our, our habits have changed in regards to when we are at church. Our schedules have changed. Um, it's just been an unusual time, and it has been difficult for us to, to feel close to one another, to feel associated with one another. And, and so I, I was thinking about that. And if, if you're feeling that way, I just want us to kind of analyze that a little bit together. I can't speak for my friend or anybody else that has used that word disconnected, but I know for myself um, that there's some words here in Philippians that I want to read for you that have been helpful for me to challenge me when I feel this sense of being disconnected. So here we go. This is Paul writing to the people at Philippi. The context is he's writing from prison in Rome to a church in um, Macedonia that he helped to start and uh, he has not seen for a long time. And he's writing back to encourage those believers. So here's what he says right at the beginning of his letter. He says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all of my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. All right, so he's in jail. He is, I don't know, maybe 500 miles away from the city of Philippi. Uh, there's no internet. There's no cell phones. Uh, there's not even the U.S. Postal Service. I mean, the ability that he has to connect with these people is almost non-existent. He's writing letters from prison, which is a hard thing to accomplish. And I'm sure that getting letters back is probably very rare. Uh, he has every reason to feel disconnected from these people. But that's not what he describes here in the beginning of this letter. Uh, notice what he says here. I thank my God every time I remember you. Uh, I'm noticing here that he is thinking about them. Uh, and so part of my being disconnected, I, do I am I thinking about those brothers and sisters? Do I have them in, in my mind as I go throughout the day, even though I don't see my brothers and sisters as much? Are they in my mind? He says, I'm thanking God. When I remember you, he's thankful for them, even though he doesn't see them, thankful. And in all of my prayers, I pray with joy. When he thinks about them, he has a sense of joy, not disconnectedness, but joy. And why? He goes on to say, because of the partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, from the first time I met you guys, I feel this partnership with you. The connection between me and you from all my brothers and sisters at my local church and across the world is very real. The feeling of being disconnected might feel real, but the reality is in the spirit, we are connected. We are connected with an inseparable bond that is more real than, than any other bond that, that could be. It is the bond of the spirit. And we have a partnership in the gospel. Not only are we brothers and sisters, but we have the same purpose and that we are partners in the gospel. 
He goes on to say, It's right for me to feel this way about you since I have you in my heart. Uh, so not, as, not only is he thinking about them, but he says, here's the way I feel. I have you in my heart. That's a beautiful way to say, I think, what he's saying is, I love you. It's not just a, a mental thing, I'm thinking about you and miss your presence, but I, I love you. In fact, he says it in this beautiful way, I have you in my heart. Think about him being alone there in that prison. Uh, but he has joy because in his heart, all of these brothers and sisters separated by hundreds of miles are with him in his heart. He has them in his mind. He has them in his heart. And so he says, so whether I'm in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. Do you hear those affection words, those relationship words, those connecting words there um, that he has affection for him, that he shares with them? They're partners in the gospel. He loves them. To all my brothers and sisters who I miss seeing, that doesn't change the feeling that I have for them in my heart. I love them, and they are with me in my heart. Here's a, a whole other level he brings it to. Verse 9 says this, and this is my prayer. Now, he mentioned back in verse 4 that he is praying for all of them and that he has joy when he begins to talk to the Lord about them. And in verse 9, he tells us what that prayer is. He says, this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. It's a beautiful prayer. Maybe one day we'll come back and visit that prayer and just break it down. But for right now, I just want you to notice that he's got a very specific and full prayer that he is praying for them. I, I, you know, sometimes people say to me, I'll pray for you. Have you ever had people say that? And you wonder if they are really sincere in saying that. But Paul's sincere because he's got a prayer list. We know that he's praying for them because he says exactly these are the things that I'm calling out before the Lord on your behalf. And he, he details those things out to them so that they will know that he, these are the things that he's specifically asking for the Lord for them. So he says, I have you in my mind. I'm remembering you. I have you in my heart. I love you. And then I have you in my prayers. I'm asking the Lord these things about you. My disconnectedness challenge to myself is that the people I love, am I thinking about them and then taking that other step? The one thing that I can do when I don't see them, am I praying for them? Do they make it into my, my uh, thoughts? Do they make it into my heart? And then do they make it into my prayer life? Do you feel disconnected? Take some time to remember your brothers and sisters and do the one thing that you can do even though you don't see them. Pray for them. Make a difference in their lives because you share before the Lord what you want for them, what you want to see God do in their lives. Let me pray with you. Father, I thank you for brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast. And God, I I lift them up during a difficult time that we are walking through together. Father, I pray that you would comfort them, that you would strengthen them, that you would show favor in their families' lives. Father, we thank you for the call on all of our lives to be partners in the gospel. And God, we, we ask you to 
let that gospel increase. Let the light of your glory and the light of your presence shine brighter and go around the world changing hearts and lives and bringing people into relationship with you. Father, use us. Use the brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast to that end. Lord, give them joy in your presence. Give them a connectedness to their brothers and sisters uh, in their local communities and around the world. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening.